Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the importance of setting boundaries to reduce teacher burnout. So to start, I'd like to offer some questions for you to reflect on that are related to setting boundaries, which is an area that may require some attention for you. So if you answer yes to any of these questions I'm going to give you, it may indicate a need for improvement with setting boundaries. So the first question is, do you tend to say yes to requests from others simply to please them, even when you don't want to do what is being asked of you. Number two, are you constantly on the go running from one task to the next and rarely taking time for yourself throughout the day? Number three, do you bring work home and find yourself working through evenings and weekends? Number four, does your mind frequently drift back to work-related matters when you're at home or engaged in non-work activities? And are you ruminating on those things? So not just thinking about one thing maybe from the workday, but are you having a thought just over and over in your head about something that happened at work? Do you feel like you have to respond to emails from parents at any time during the school day or even at night? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Setting boundaries is probably a skill you need to work on. So today, that's what we're going to be talking about. So first, I'm going to talk about setting boundaries with yourself. So start by thinking about what your priorities are for each day and make a list of those priorities. So set, so for example, for me, my priorities obviously are to go to work, but um, outside of work is to exercise every day. I exercise um, even if it's just a light walk. I eat healthy. I every day want to spend some time with my kids and my husband. Um, and I like to take a couple of minutes in the evening to journal or read. So those are priorities for me. And to make them priorities, one thing I have to do to set that boundary is have consistent routines because that helps me stick to my priorities. So for example, every day I exercise, well, I have a routine that I do that first thing in the morning when my kids are asleep so that um, I'm not having to do that when they're awake. Now, if they wake up early, I'm downstairs exercising and they know that that's my time. So that is a priority. Um, Same with eating healthy. I have a routine that I meal prep my food on Sunday and either Wednesday or Thursday. So I have those healthy foods in my refrigerator. So having routines help me stick to the boundaries and priorities that I've set for myself. Another important part of that is communicating with others what your priorities are. So just like I said, if my kids come down when I'm exercising and they're like, mom, are you done exercising? I'm like, nope. And this is my time. You know, every morning I exercise. So I set that boundary. My husband knows even on the weekends, I wake up early, I exercise. That's something that I like to do. So I like to set that boundary. Um, so communicating with others what your priorities are, are important. And if you can't do something because you haven't stuck to your own priorities, that's okay. They need to understand that. Also, don't overcommit yourself to too many things, whether that's at school or outside of school. 
And this is probably the area that I, I'm a work in progress for sure. This is my area that I need to work on the most because you have to remember you can't do it all. I know for me, I have a lot of mom guilt of I'd love to volunteer more at my kid's school or be part of the PTA, but I've had to tell myself I can't do that. So I have to volunteer and um, donate things in the capacity that I'm able to right now, which might just mean sending in items for the school or donating money, but I can't donate my time at, you know, at this point in my life. So being okay with that so that you're not over committing yourself to too many things. And then deciding on how many things you can do in one evening. Um, again, this is an area I'm working on, but for myself, you know, I, I'm, I can easily over schedule in, in the evenings, but my husband will be like, nope, one thing. So he has really clear boundaries on this and will schedule one thing for the evening. Um, so maybe for you, it's you can do two things, whatever that is. I know, you know, moms have kids that they're running around to sports, things like that. So just decide how many things you can do in one evening and stick to that boundary. Also, remember, it's okay to say no. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or there's something that someone asks you to do and you don't want to do it or you don't have time for it, it's okay to say no to that. Maybe you do want to do it and you just don't have the time, you know, it, it's okay to say no. It's that idea. You cannot do it all. And so decide what is aligned to your priorities and say yes to only those things that are aligned to your priorities. Also identifying what stresses you out or causes negativity for you and set limits on those things. So for example, this could be social media. Maybe if you get on social media, you get stuck and you're comparing yourself and it's just this negative cycle or you compare yourself to other teachers, you get on Instagram and you see these perfect classrooms and what people are doing and you just start to compare yourself. Well, that's not helpful to you as a teacher. So know that maybe that's something you shouldn't be looking at. So set your limits on that, set boundaries. Um, another thing could be a TV show. You might really like a TV show, but the show is negative and it's not you know helping with having positivity in your life. So set boundaries, set limits on those things so that the things that you are putting in are positive and make you feel good, not stressing you out or causing negativity. The other part of setting boundaries that I wanted to talk about today is setting boundaries with your school day. So the first tip I have here is take email off your off your phone and don't respond to emails outside of school hours. I have done this and I tell everybody it has been life changing for me. Um, I I my excuse for a long time was that I wanted to have my calendar on my phone, so I didn't want to take my email off. I found a way to have my calendar still on my phone and take email off. And it is I get home from work and I don't even think about it because I'm not looking at emails. If you look at an email and you see, um, you know, maybe a parent's upset, you're going to be thinking about that all evening and you need to set that boundary with your school day. So take email off your phone so that when you get home and, and you decide you're done with work, then you're actually done with work. But that also goes with messaging apps like Remind and Dojo and all the different apps that are out there is that you need to make sure that you have boundaries within those apps, whether that is not having them on your phone and just responding on your school computer or setting office hours. I know that's another thing you can do. When you don't have boundaries on those apps, you're just texting parents all the time. You're not having any time to decompress and um, reset that stress cycle and just have time for yourself. So you need to set boundaries with parents on when you are available on those apps. 
I even see teachers that are responding when it's maybe during their literacy block. It's like, just tell parents, they will figure out that your planning time is, you know, maybe it's at one o'clock. That's when you respond to parents. Um, I think COVID has made it where, you know, we were teaching from home and working from home and um, communicating with parents all the time. And that has kind of stuck since after COVID. But there needs to be clear boundaries. Every school I've worked at has had the 24-hour rule in place that you need to communicate back with a parent in 24 hours. Now I feel like teachers feel the need to communicate back with a parent within a half hour. If it's a Friday afternoon and a parent messages you at 4, there's nothing wrong with waiting until Monday. So setting that boundary that you're not going to respond right then at 4 because you're starting your evening. You're starting your time to relax. So communicate with that parent on Monday morning and that's okay so we just have to set those boundaries and the more you communicate like that the more you're setting boundaries and letting parents know when you're available the other thing is to have clear hours of when you're going to work so you know obviously you have your work hours of when you have to be there I know teachers like there's teachers who like to go early there's teachers who like to stay late that's okay but I would say set boundaries on that you know, maybe I know for me, I love to stay late on a Friday afternoon, which probably most people don't, but it was quiet. I could clean up my class from the week and just get it ready for Monday. And I felt really good when I did that, but I would set a boundary. I'd only let myself be there till maybe five o'clock. So um, that was something for me that I enjoyed. I know some teachers like to come in a half hour early. Whatever that is for you, that's just set your own boundaries for what that time is because. No matter what, we could all be in a classroom working and working and never stop. There's always something you could be doing. Um, the other thing as a teacher that I always did is, and I still do this in my role, is I try to be as productive as I can at work so I don't take things home. I know there are some teachers who like to use their planning to kind of just decompress, talk to other people. I would use my planning to get everything done. I had systems in place where Certain days of the week I copied things and other days I was planning with a colleague and we would divide and conquer and um, that way I could just get as much done as I could in my 45 minute plan time so that when it was time to leave, I could leave so that I could go home and do all the things I needed to do, do at home. So that's another thing is maybe trying to be as productive as you can if that's something you're able to do. Like I said, I know some teachers like to decompress when the kids are out of the room and just take a few minutes for themselves. So Again, it's what works for you. Also decide what you can commit to and stick to that. So if you're on a committee or you know, you're know you doing extra in your school, just know what you're able to commit to because when you say yes to that, you're the one who knows if you have time for that committee or what you can do. Um, and if everybody helps out a little bit, that makes it better on others as well. So pick a committee that you feel like you would be good at and sign up for that committee and set boundaries. I'm going to do this one committee and that works for me. So I just want to remind you that setting clear boundaries is key to avoiding teacher burnout. So stick to your boundaries for your own mental and emotional well-being. And thanks for tuning into the Teacher Burnout Podcast. I hope you found this episode helpful. Follow me on Instagram at Beating Educator Burnout. And please subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for the next one. <music>